Hello there. Thanks for joining me on the podcast today. Caregivers. That's my topic. Are you a caregiver? Are you taking care of somebody full-time, part-time, intermittently, periodically? Are you a child that has an adult that needs care and you're, you're assisting in the care of your parent? Are you an adult child that's caring for your older parents in some level of intensity or some level of consistency? But are you into that role of a care provider or caretaker? might be interested to know that 65 million family members provide care for an older or disabled family member today. 65 million. So if you're doing that, you're certainly among a large crop, crop of people that feel as you feel and know what you feel and understand how you feel and understand the burden of being a caretaker. So even youth, even youth, Take care of older parents, older people in the United States. Foster care, juvenile justice system of various kinds, uh, where we have to take care of the junior population as well. And uh, there's about 1.3 million juveniles being cared for by a caretaker in some form. So it's not just the older population that is being cared for. It's also a younger population that needs care for one reason or another. Their inability to care for themselves. So it's a large, large population of people that uh, generate a uh, caregiving population of people so that they are mutually dependent upon each other and mutually helpful you know, to each other. Because even the person who's being cared for, the older person being cared for, plays a role in teaching the younger person Things about life that are very important. We're going to talk about that, you know, in just a minute. But uh, it's very, very necessary to understand that there's a learning process. You have to learn to take care of an older person, and you have to learn to benefit from caring for an older person. In the same way that the older person generates a certain lesson in life as well. So uh, serving others can be a privilege. Serving others can be an opportunity. Serving others can be just a chance to solidify information or to gain new information and expand your life and bring joy and bring happiness and bring intellectual stimulation you know, to your life through the caregiving process. So let's talk about servanthood, okay? That's a kind of an interesting vocabulary word, servanthood, but it's kind of a profession, if you will. It's kind of a uh, long-term commitment that you're in a servanthood relationship with somebody else. And uh, that's what makes a family great. That's what makes a country great. That's what makes a society great. That there are people who will step up the plate and provide care for others that need care, whether it's within your own family or within your friendship circle or within your church circle or wherever it might be. There's that caregiving mutual responsibility and mutual learning opportunity. What are some of the benefits? What are some of the advantages? Well, let me tick off a number of them and um, just look at it in the sense of saying, even though you're a servant, you gain, you learn, you benefit, you profit. Serving gives a new perspective of life. You know, when you're serving somebody, it helps you appreciate how other people live life and how they view life. Young people kind of work rapidly and live rapidly. Older people work and live at a snail's pace. You have to kind of appreciate that. That puts perspective on life. Perspective on 
on how you're going to live your life 50 years from now and how you're going to appreciate and incorporate a lifestyle over the years as you move from the young to older ages. So serving others puts that perspective on life. Here's a second one. Serving provides opportunity to develop special relationships. Sure, you have a relationship with your parents and sure you have a relationship with somebody who's in your circle of friendships or circle of family or whatever. But there's a special relationship that is created when somebody plays the role of the servant for somebody who is needing a servant in their life and somebody to care for them. There's an intimate, there's a personal relationship that develops. There's a bond that develops. There's that sense of togetherness and mutuality that is created. It's more of a meaningful relationship when you are in a serving relationship with somebody else. There's strength that comes from that. There's profit that comes from that interpersonally and socially and even intellectually. Here's a third point. Serving provides opportunity to learn about history. You know, an older person has history. has history within them. And and as you talk and as you share life and as you share experiences and as you sit and just reflect and just think, the older person can unfold a whole historical story that maybe you'll never hear from anybody else or in any other way. Their perspective on life, their, ex their experiences in life, how they benefited from life experiences, how they contributed to the historical story that's taking place within the country and unfolding. You see, older people have a story within them. And as you caretake, you begin to listen, you begin to experience, you begin to live out, you begin to touch base with that story and you learn it and it becomes part of you. Here's a fourth point. Serving teaches the importance of being flexible. Now, nobody likes to have to work with older people because they work at snail's pace and you work at a fast pace. But flexibility is the key. You have to be flexible to their schedule. You have to be flexible to their abilities, flexible to their way of handling issues and handling life and moving about. It's different from yours. So the demands that they make on you and the demands you make on them has to mesh and has to come together. So there's a need to be flexible when working with somebody, particularly somebody older than you. But same way as somebody's disabled. you got to be very, very flexible in serving them because they can't keep up with you. They can't follow your path, and they can't follow your system of operations. They have their own, and you have to bend to them. They can't bend very much to you and to your schedule. Here's number five. Serving puts faithfulness, and it puts persistence to a test. You say, here's the deal. When you're a server of somebody else, servant of somebody else, you have to be faithful. You have to be persistent. You got to be there every day. You got to follow a routine. You got to follow a system of uh, operations, a system of care, uh, eating plans, uh, going to bed plans, sleeping plans, toileting plans. Schedules of all kinds have to be followed, and that's tough to follow a schedule that is not yours and not one that you're particularly used to, but be faithful to it and be persistent, and then the person that's being cared for will benefit and will have good things come you know, to them. You can't hurry up people. You can't make other people fit your schedule. You have to fit their schedule, but be faithful at it and be persistent at it, and it'll work out. Here's number six, very important. Serving provides personal satisfaction by helping those who are helpless. You say, you gain. There's a kind of a personal growth. There's a personal sense of satisfaction that's generated within you when you serve somebody else. Serving others gives a sense of empowerment, of being a resource or a person of strength for someone else and in the life of someone else. You know, and then hearing words of appreciation and gratitude is kind of a very important um, experience to have because you know you've given a lot 
and you know that it's appreciated. But when you hear somebody say that they appreciate it, that really gives you that sense of satisfaction that you've helped somebody who is more helpless than you. Here's number seven. Serving teaches the essence of compassion. It's compassionate care. That's really what the whole point is. You see, when you serve, you learn to serve. You learn to be compassionate. You learn to be caring. You learn to be thoughtful. You learn to be uh, part of the life of somebody else, the giving part of somebody else. And when you become more compassionate, that will allow you to be compassionate more with anybody, everybody in your life from then on. It's a skill that you develop. It's an orientation you develop. It's an attitude that you develop by serving others that will then prevail and help you be a compassionate person for the rest of your life to many, many other people that need compassion. Learn compassion and then be compassionate. Here's number eight. Serving allows opportunity to give back to a generation that has given much. You see, older people have given a great deal for the advancement of a society, the advancement of America, the advancement of a country, the advancement of a civilization. Many of them served in war. Many of them have served in volunteer positions. Many of them have advanced the culture, the society in which they live in many different ways. Many of them sacrificed so that the country can go forward and have benefit. You can learn what other people have given. And perhaps you can learn yourself that it is in the giving that you receive. Give back. And allow them to give back to you. And you give back to them. Because the older person has given a great deal over time. And what goes around, comes around. You be part of that whole process. Because there will be a day when you look to somebody else to be part of the giving process in your life and to give back to you what you've given to, to others. It's a cycle. Here's number nine. Serving prevents selfishness. Serving prevents the attitude of selfishness. It promotes giving. It promotes supporting. It promotes being part of the life of somebody else and being part of a process that's moving forward in success. You see? It prevents selfishness. We need a way to learn how to prevent selfishness because we tend to be selfish. In our country today, our culture today are, is more selfish today than it's ever been in history. And we need, to, we need to learn how to get out of that selfishness and get into the caretaking role and giving into the, and, and learn how to give and learn how to be part of the process of supporting somebody else and contributing to the life of someone else. Serving recognizes what senior citizens have contributed to others over the years. That's the last point. Serving kind of recognizes that people, particularly senior citizens, they've given over their life. They've given money. They've given time. They've given energy. They've volunteered their time. They have contributed to the life of many, many, many people. You need to learn their story. You need to hear their story. You need to understand how giving has made them who they have become, the kind of person they have become. Indeed.
Serving the older generation is a learning experience and a personal growth opportunity. It can be an enjoyable and it can be a profitable investment of time and energy. And it has benefits for both you as a care provider and the one that is being cared for. It takes an attitude, however. It takes the attitude of giving to others, even when someone else is unappreciative or unpleasant or have, is difficult to care for in some way. But it takes an attitude that you can do it, you can give, and you're going to do this without a selfish motive, but to do it with the idea that you're contributing to the life of others and thereby contributing to a wide variety of people, a vast variety of people, perhaps a whole family, perhaps a whole church, perhaps a whole social structure, perhaps a community. As you provide for others, it will have a multiplicative effect and go on and on and on and on and bring others into the network of being a benefit of your care, a beneficiary of your care. Anyway, thanks for joining me today, and I'm glad that you uh, took some time to listen to this podcast and kind of look at it from the context of, are you a person that can care for somebody else? Is there an opportunity in your life that you can start caring you know, for someone else? Is there an opportunity for you to be the, to be the caring person, to be the person who really contributes to the life of someone else? I hope so. Bye for now. Mm-hmm.